This podcast is brought to you by Rain Total Body Fuel. Official drink of metaverse conspiracy theorists. So you keep saying conspiracy theorists. This is not a conspiracy. This is a thing that's happening. One of the largest companies in the United States. All right, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's jump into it. Welcome, everyone. Paz, today we're, we're going to do a little blurb here. Something that we wanted to talk about. Something that's been on my mind quite a bit lately. We're talking about the metaverse. That's the sound that you will hear when you go into the metaverse. Yeah, I imagine this blurb, it will be very ecstatic and energetic at times as we discuss this future. I imagine it could take on a somber tone. Maybe we'll be energetic, then we'll be somber. We'll laugh, we'll cry. We'll have all these emotions that Fear. Mark Zuckerberg clearly doesn't have. We will take on the burden of emotion for Mark Zuckerberg. So if for folks who don't know what the metaverse is, it's essentially this idea that the internet is going to grow to the point that virtual reality will have an alternate universe that people can live, operate, work, play in. And it's all done essentially online, but also visually because you can use virtual reality headsets to plug in. Yeah. So minus the virtual reality component, this is like kind of what we're doing already. I mean, people work online, obviously. People mm-hmm. game, communicate, and everything online. The whole yeah. the virtual reality component will be new. Well, it's the idea that so you and I are recording this podcast right now. We are sitting in our rooms, in our homes, recording this podcast. In the metaverse, you and I would be sitting in our rooms, in our homes, but then we would have a second level of sitting in our rooms, in our homes, recording this podcast. It's basically the matrix. Yeah, yeah. We'd put on a headset and we would feel like we're in a different room communicating. But then after like 20 minutes, we're going to get a headache because the VR headsets, they're fantastic. They're so cool for like 10, 20 minutes. And then they like hurt your head. That's true. I have a big head. So these headsets need to be big enough that they can fit me comfortably. I I just think they're going to get to that point. It's, it might not be two years. It might not be three years, but they're going to get to the point that you're not even going to know you're wearing it. I, I agree. I think this quote unquote metaverse, I think currently it's just, they're combining a bunch of buzzwords. People like to say virtual reality, they like to add cryptocurrency and NFTs, and it's just like that's the metaverse. Web three, um, so, Web three, yeah, that's a big 3. one. Yep, five G has to play a role. 
but like currently it's not here like this metaverse that you're describing but i do think in the future it will be here i think currently we just define this term metaverse and like the next 20 years are gonna maybe show what that exactly means it's definitely not here but it's coming the fact that the company Facebook has changed its name to Meta. It, this is one of the largest companies in the United States that takes in the most data of any company in the United States. Technologically, it's extremely advanced. They have a cyborg for a CEO who does not value... <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't think he values humans. <laughs> I think he's just creating these weird experiments that, that he can, I don't know, then make more billions of dollars off of. And if he commits to the point that he changes the name of his company from Facebook to Meta, mm -hmm. and he's committing all of this, they own a VR company, Oculus, who's one of the best VR companies, probably the best. It's going to happen. Facebook doesn't make this bet unless they know that this is going to be a successful plan. Yeah. So that's the scary thing is Mark Zuckerberg is the leader at the helm of this future. And what do we know about Mark Zuckerberg? He founded Facebook by stealing the idea from the Winklevoss twins as documented mm. in a movie. <laughs> Which and we know to be true because... That movie was successful in the box office. So that all but guarantees it was factual. Yeah, exactly. Movies based on true stories, very factual. Just like Avengers. But especially as I, I am older now and I've had more experience working with people, imagine if someone came up to you and was like, hey, I have this idea as the Winklevoss twins did to Mark Zuckerberg. I'm pretty sure he did like sign an NDA or something. Don't quote me on that. Then you take that idea, go build it, like ignore all their attempts to reach out to you and then be like, yeah, hey, like anyone could have come up with the idea. Like that's like very slimy. Yeah. They suit, they suit his balls off. Yeah. And they won obviously because you can't just like take someone's idea and cut them out. And they won. And now fast forward all this place, Facebook as a company has gotten into so many shady dealings when it comes to user data and has yeah. basically blazed the trail when it comes to just manipulating society. And see, this is where we maybe go on, down the path of conspiracy a little bit, manipulating society and causing division and separating people from real life as much as they possibly can is yeah. now being like, how else can we separate people from real life? Let's let's just amp this up. Yeah. And a thing you pointed out, it's the data. And I think historically, Facebook has shown like not much care for the privacy aspect of the data. And mm. it, it also reminds me, okay, so we're talking Mark Zuckerberg's like kind of stole this company. He, I feel like he wants control. And it reminds me of, I believe, a 60 Minutes interview when Facebook first came out. And he had this vision where every time you log into a computer, you would log in via your Facebook account. 
basically anytime anyone like logged into their computer, it would be via Facebook. And that just reeks to me of someone who wants control, who's like, everything you do online in this cyberspace, in this metaverse, he wants that information. Who knows why? And they're going to be hooking up these headsets. So you're going to be wearing a headset. They're going to be using eye tracking technology to, which is getting really good to track what your eyes are doing, basically tracking your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's a big step is in this future metaverse. They, to make it as realistic as possible, they need to like, they need to catch everything. They have now with the Oculus, they can catch the hand gestures. So if me and you were in a podcast, you could see us throwing our hands up. They need mm. to be able to catch where the eyes go to make sure I know Slayton's looking me in the eyes. They need to, I feel like they, they, they need a lot of the haptic feedback if Slavin reaches out and pats me on the shoulder or slaps me across the head and I'd say something stupid, like if you could kind of feel that haptic feedback, like all these other senses, because would be like, then we're starting to get into the creepy realm of like, this feels very real. Well, also because each person's, so we're in a reality. You and I are having this conversation in a reality that is not determined by either of us. It is an objective reality, right? Where if I scream, you are going to hear it in a a louder tone. What I don't know about the metaverse is whether or not it is going to be an objective reality or whether or not every person who's walking through the metaverse is living their own reality and everybody else is and they perceive things as they want. I could be saying, I could be hurling insults at you and you're just hearing compliments because there's somebody else who can manipulate what's happening. There's no objectiveness to it. Wow. So this is a great point. You have this reality that's governed by Facebook. What if they use their AI? So anytime you try to say something bad about Facebook or Zuckerberg, it just like the AI translates it. Yes little natural language processing and outcomes, you know, Mark Zuckerberg has no regard for our privacy. I say that, but all Slavin hears is Mark Zuckerberg regards our privacy supremely. This is, this is creepy, but I'm thinking we need to develop this technology and sell it to Facebook. Like how much would they pay (laughs) for this AI model that takes in? We need to get in on this. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can't beat them. Join them. And let's let's live a life of luxury in this metaverse when we get there. But man, I don't know. I'm 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 really curious as to how it's gonna work from a logistical perspective. And also this just all feels very black mirror. Oh absolutely. I, I still think the technology is pretty far away, unless you wanna there are people who are like we're already in the metaverse, which is like, fine. We can just take this term metaverse and apply it to the fact that like, you can go on a video game and build cities and interact with each other. If you want to call that metaverse, fine. But the one me and you were talking about with the virtual reality, I think it's pretty far away. And I was watching a Facebook advertisement and um, it's a holographic of this girl. And she's like in the, she like goes to a concert with her friend, but as a holographic, you know, Star Wars style. 
mm-hmm. and she and her friend are communicating and maybe like making eye contact, enjoying the concert together. But like that technology is not there. Like they are advertising is like an artistic vision of what it would be. So I do think it's still a big jump to get that technology there and then adopted the way we're talking about it. But I don't like that they're trying, and I don't like that it's our boy Zuck at the round. You must stop them. Okay, so there's some aspects of the metaverse that I'm just curious your your opinion on. Nice. What do you what do you think about companies buying land in the metaverse right now? Or in a metaverse? Yeah. I think it can potentially be a good investment because if you, of course, if you have this game space or this space where people go to interact and everyone's going there and you want prime real estate, to, um, it's going to pay off because you're going to get the virtual foot traffic. However, I'm not deep into this virtual you know, interactions, these virtual worlds where... I don't know like what's the good spots. You know, that's the issue. You got to find mm. where are people going to go? Is it main street? Robo- yeah. Main street. So if, if you're, if you know what's what and where people are going to play in these games, yeah, you want the prime real estate. It's going to pay off. If like, like let's say you could buy in Fortnite a land where uh, one of the places people drop and have their fun Fortnite gun games and you could place advertisements there. So many people would see that. So like it's, yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah. So the problem with the buying the land now, I feel like, well, I feel like buying land in a metaverse, um, the big ones, Decentraland, I think is what it's called. I think if you are a company and you do it now, you are going to make the news. So you get free advertising. So you're basically paying for advertising to get your name in the news and to be like a tech forward company. Mm-hmm. So I think there's added benefit for people doing that. I think that probably what we see now in like these metaverses is not going to be what the actual metaverse is at all. And I think Facebook came out and said that, that they, the current iteration of whatever the metaverse is, is not what the metaverse is going to be in the future. So buying land in like some metaverse that's going to, I would be buying land. Yeah. Give me some land in Fortnite or something. Like, yeah. let me put my company out on an island that a player can't even go to. Um, so that's a great point. Just buying the marketing now by saying you're buying land in the metaverse. That's, that's a very slaveless playing chess over here. Well, yeah, because then, then you make a news story about it. And everybody's like, wow, JP Morgan Chase. They know what they're talking about compared to who's the one that um, Jamie Diamond, I, who I think is actually the CEO of JP Morgan, basically is like Bitcoin is bullshit. Mm-hmm. He, he's one of the people who's like crypto is not valuable. Yeah. Um, so it's like kind of the opposite move. It's like, ooh. We think the metaverse, we're going to pay a million dollars to get to get prime real estate in the metaverse. Yeah. So, so basically, Buzz and Biographies should buy some cheap-ass real estate on some no-name mountain just to say we got what we're into the <laughs> Trust metaverse. Trust me. I've already looked into it, and 
the cheapest bit of land you can get in Decentraland is like 10 grand. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get like the Decentraland off brand plus, you know. In like some other one where people can come visit us and we'll yeah. just hang out there all the time. I don't but hate the names, that. The name's similar enough that when people see you in the news and they're like, oh, this is like the Decentraland. Oh, so you're saying we use the same strategy and we we become the first metaverse podcast. Yes. Yes. I don't hate that. Okay. And so this other thing I want to talk about, this is kind of like cryptocurrency with uh, buying the real estate is, and you're pointing it out, like if this is the first iteration and people aren't really using it, I don't know. I don't have any friends who I know go to Decentraland and like hang out and do whatever you can in this land. My question is, are people currently going there? Do you know anyone? Because if people are, then there, there's going to be value there. But if it's all just speculation that people will go there maybe in a couple of years, then it's like, eh, like, do you know of anyone who... I think, I don't know anybody who's going there. I do think people may be going there, but I think the reason that they're going there is not because it's a cool place to be. It's because of like hype. Yeah. So the only reason people are going there is to go and embrace the hype yeah um which is a very different thing i don't know this is just me but i i don't understand the value of nft artwork i i I can see the value in that you want to prove ownership because think about instagram people would make memes and then other instagram accounts would like uh, the account fuck Jerry got into a bunch of trouble in the beginning because they would just take other people's memes and put it on their page. And if you could prove ownership, you could be like, hey, if you're going to put this on your page, you got to like, I spent the time creating this hilarious meme where three Spider-Men are pointing at each other. And Which I is want a great meme. Great meme. Watched the Spider-Man movie last night. But you want credit for it. And if people can just reproduce your stuff and there's no trace of like the original the original creator. I, I see the value of that for sure. Okay. I see the value in that. Like if you create a meme and then you copyright it, you make it an NFT. And then if anybody uses it, you can like cease and desist them or whatever. Yeah. I think that's fair. But just like the random artwork, like the little like pixel people, the ones that sell for millions and millions of dollars. Yeah. What is the value in that? Nobody thought those were cool looking. <laughs> so it's I, just scarcity, right? Yeah, I, and I don't know what those are specifically. Uh, I'm familiar with like the baseball cards, in, or you know the NBA cards. Mm-hmm. And I do think there's a lot of like people like to prove ownership and have egos, and like if you have this little clip of um, LeBron James dunking a basketball and everyone could watch it just on like youtube or a gift it's like i think really you just want to be like oh yeah i own this one and there's only like 10 of them and like isn't mm-hmm. that cool like i i think you know th- and i feel that way about artwork you could reproduce the artwork and it looks the exact same and you can't tell a the difference then like why do you care well you just want to i'm talking about uh real life artwork you just want to be like hey i this is the one that uh Picasso painted i own it yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, I don't know. I just don't see it. The It's kind of a disservice to art. 
Ooh, it, uh, I agree, but you know what I mean. Also, like a banana, a banana, a rotten banana well, sold for millions of dollars. Artwork is already this just like BS value store. Oh, I mean, I I agree with that. I think there's a lot of artwork that is art parentheses that isn't really necessarily anybody's talent. Yeah, art people would tell me that I'm wrong, but um. But you think about Banksy. Do you remember Banksy when he had that? Um, he there was that piece of artwork, and then it got shredded. Two thirds of it got shredded. Yeah. So when the person bought it, that was like the signal for it to click, and it got shredded. And it, yeah, you got. Banksy. But then, but then it was still there. Like that's hanging up in somebody's house right now. Mm-hmm. And not only is it a Banksy artwork. But also there was an actual thing that happened in life, an event that is on video related to that artwork that was newsworthy. That piece of artwork has got to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Which is all great because it has like this story of, of the artist. It has the artwork. It has, it's tangible. It has a news event that happened around it. NFTs are selling for like millions of dollars. Yeah. They don't have any of that. Yeah. So, so that's the thing. I'm not in that world. So I don't know if Gosh. you're going to, with artwork, you're basically, you're just saying, I'm going to find someone in the future. If it's an investment, who will pay money for it. Cause they also agree it has value. I'm not in that world. So I see some like, you know, NFT that sells for hundreds of thousands. I'm like, eh, I'm not obviously not going to buy it. Minus the fact I don't have time to that. It's, I feel like such an old man yelling at clouds, but <laughs> I guess I just don't understand it. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I feel like it's just, we're not in that world where if you were in that world and that meant something to you, you could predict that like, wow, you know who this artist is. This was a monumental NFT and you know, it's going to, you think it's going to go down in the history books and that will our NFT world. Like the, the, the big guy, Beeple, of course I can see, I can understand how that sold for a lot of money. Maybe the specific money seems like a lot, maybe the future will be too little, but like he was the primo NFT creator. His pictures are so cool. I can understand how you could buy that and be like, this is going to be in the history books in the future. Like this is going to have value. Maybe. I think it's very possible that that's not going to be in the history books. <laughs> So, so that brings up a question. Like, if, if you want to think about the history books, I feel like that's maybe it was in the history books of a day, and then the next day it was no longer in the history books. I don't know, man. Because what, what was your question? Like, well, to the point, I I think like now that a lot of artwork is being created online, or maybe they're using these three D model generators, finding the right camera view, creating a picture. I think, and and the images are cool. They're very cool to look at. I think people are going to be like. This was like the first or the like first super famous artist who was completely digital. Um, you know, th- that deserves a line in the history books, I think. Uh, but, oh, yeah. You know, I, I, I guess so. But to your point that it's like, where's all this technology going to go? And we're talking about the metaverse, NFT, cryptocurrency. 
Mm-hmm. I, I I love I gotta I love how we just they created this new term and who knows what it's going to be in the future and they're going to make so much money just off the term metaverse. I'm sure Facebook has that like super IP, but yeah, they kind of stole the term. Yeah, yeah. Right, right on brand for Zuck. Do you think there will be a way for people to like upload the consciousness of their family members? So if like if by the time I'm 90, I can load myself into the, my personality into the metaverse. Cause I've been in the metaverse for 40 years. So they just know what I'm like. And then my great, great grandchildren can like go to the metaverse and hang out with me and ask me advice. Interesting. I think they could to the, the best of AI's ability predict, um, kind of your personality and how you might respond to things. Like I think if you had, and, and they can do it now, if you had all the data of you speaking forever, they could create an NLP model that would predict what you would say based mm-hmm. on all the patterns they saw before. And they could mimic your voice for sure with that much data. So I think they could get something akin to you, but it wouldn't be the actual slave out. And I don't think, I don't know how much you could actually learn new stuff in the true way that you would learn and grow as a person. It's true, but it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, yeah, I just think it's interesting to think that what the, when we think about use cases for it, like you just go, I mean, next level is hologram, right? You hologram me into the room. We're basically at Star Wars at that point. Um, I just like the idea how self-serving is our society well me for example just being like what if i could live forever so i can give advice to my great grandkids who probably don't fucking care what i have to say i don't know maybe they will but uh, i think they will. but it, it, but it, me just being like i'll load myself into a computer so that i can give my advice to my great grandchildren yeah. so i can be like i knew the metaverse was coming I guarantee you when the metaverse, if it ever actualizes into anything, we're going to sound like absolute idiots talking about it right now. (laughs) All right. So I think a good place to go is just a couple bold predictions that both of us have for the metaverse when eventually it's here. So that in 25 years or so, when we're on season 200 of our podcast, and at that point, we're probably a live show in the metaverse. So maybe that's poll prediction number one um, that we can go back and say, boom, I called it. Wow. All right. Uh, you want to lead us off on these poll predictions? Yeah, absolutely. So I think number one, the porn industry, as often with technology, is going to lead the way on the metaverse. The great leaps and bounds of metaverse um, growth are going to come from the the porn industry. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know how bold that. Uh, not to not to not to call you out, but I don't even know how bold that is. I think like the Oculus Quest and Facebook, they love to talk about how they're connecting people and all this. I think a lot of views from the Oculus Quest and virtual reality like advancement, it's probably coming through pornography. So I. You know, I, I think that that one's going to age well, Slavo, and, and your grandchildren you know, love to hear that. Yeah. Start off easy. 
Um, I also think that maybe there will be like a new sport that is started in the metaverse, something like Tron or something. Okay. So, and we have metaverse athletes. This is great. This is genius. Wow. Let's, can we dive into this a little bit? Do you imagine, are they going to be on some like 360 treadmill? Like, will their legs be moving or will they just be sitting down competing in this? uh... Naked, laying on the ground, on their backs, naked. Uh, no, I think, no, I think it'll be probably, I, I mean, I, I guess it becomes, it depends on how the use, user interface works in the metaverse. Like in the, in the metaverse, are we going to be hanging out in like a hamster ball walking around? Just like just floating somehow, zero gravity, just floating around. We're in a float tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so- whatever that version is, I think there's going to be a new sport invented. that is going to allow people to like fly and jump. And it's basically going to be Quidditch, but without brooms. That sounds great. All right. You know what? Actually, I want this Harry Potter metaverse. I want to go live a Harry Potter life. We we need to check that out. Yeah. I mean, cool things are going to happen. So that's, that's one prediction for me. Okay. I'm coming from left field with a prediction. The real metaverse in 30 40 years is not going to be VR goggles, VR rooms, anything like that. It's going to be electrodes. You're going to be connected to your head and all the imagery and sensations are going to come from neural connections in your head. That's kind of like the matrix where you're like plugged into your head and none of it is actually, you know, video shown to you in a virtual reality way. That is horrifying. So we'll leave it at that. I mean, if that's the case. Okay, that is the Matrix, though. Yeah, yeah. Right? Except they went into the back of the head. Yeah, and that was like... I imagine it's going to be a little more consensual, where you know you're in it, like you go to a place and you have a contraption at home. Until you don't. Until you don't. Yeah. I think moral of the story is uh, it's something people should be keeping keeping tabs on, keep an eye on. Yeah, it's going to come gradually, and as it does, always try to understand, you know, how it's impacting your life, how it's impacting society. Get land when you when you need it. Arm yourself. You need to be ready for self defense. Metaverse weaponry. Definitely get that. It's going to be the Wild West before there's order. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I'm going to get in there. I'm going to, I'm going to be cracking skulls in the metaverse. You're going to want Slater on your team. You're going to want me on your side. You're going to, be want, you're going to want to be in the Buzz and Biographies encampment, which we're going to, we're going to make a shantytown in the meta, metaverse. Random thought. Probably not even worth mentioning. If Mark Zuckerberg hadn't leased the... Winklevoss twins and kept them around like they apparently had some good ideas because they got super into Bitcoin early and then Facebook years later tries to come out with their own cryptocurrencies maybe if he was if he played better with others he could have kept them around had some other ideas and right Facebook could be doing a lot better yeah it turns out it was a three-headed monster that fortunately we only have the Zuckerberg the Zuckerberg version 
And then the Winklevosses are off doing their own crazy. They own like 1% of all Bitcoin. They're like bajillionaires. I don't have any other more expeditions. Do you got some? I think simulated orgasms will be the end of society. And on that note, see you next time, Plunge Nation. <laughs> Is that a good enough? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do think it's conceivable that men, but if they get technology to the point that men are able to simulate orgasms, they may give up on ever trying to do anything. <laughs>